Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Mindset Makers. We're your hosts, Chelsea and Taylor, and we're here to chat to you about all things mindset through the power of self-love, gratitude, and positive thinking. We will be giving you tips on how to get through the shitty times, the good times, and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome back to another app with Tay, Charles, and a special guest today. Yeah, looking forward to today's episode actually. Me really too. Really excited. But before we get into our episode, we need to share a little bit about our week. So yeah, how's yours? Happening? Oh, well, who wants to go first? This is awkward. <laughs> no, you hang up. <laughs> I can go first. I had a pretty hectic week actually, a little you bit did. of a scare. So my poor darling mum has tested positive to COVID. Yes, poor Kaz. Luckily, she's pulling through. Yeah, she's feeling a lot better today. But um, I had seen mum on Monday night. So she was at a hen's on the weekend. And I think four or five out of the girls that were there ended up testing positive and mum had come over for dinner on Monday night. So I was, I wasn't a close contact because we weren't together for long, but I was considered a social contact. So I had to have Friday off work and go get a test. And yeah, it was a little bit stressful just waiting to see the results, but luckily I'm negative and I wasn't actually around mum when she was contagious. So yeah, that's lucky. So you're just doing that PCR thing at the moment. Yeah. I'm just doing the, um, the other tests obviously just to make sure but I'm definitely I'm definitely negative <laughs> and I'm positive that I'm negative I'm positive that I'm negative but yeah poor mama she's got it and also my darling friend Elise who also ended up having COVID um and has had to cancel her wedding which is really sad so she was That's the hen awful. um I know she's struggling so Sending you both lots and lots of love. I think um, I think we might get them as a little guest next week. Yeah, guest appearance. It'll be really interesting to hear yeah. about it and how they're going. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's that was my little scare. But I had a really nice day Sunday. Um, I got to I was out of isolation. Obviously, got to see my girlfriends in the morning. They came for brekkie, and then uh, it was sunny. So. Got to see my sister George and Christy and Ollie. So, yeah, I had a fabulous day. But that's, that's good. That's been my week, really. What about you? Um, I had a pretty busy week with work and dating. Just <laughs> the same old, really. Um, I did have a funny situation yesterday, though, that I really want to touch on because I had to do a lot of mindset making tips and tricks to get through this one. Oh, do share. So, I was at the car wash and I was going to vacuum my car and this lady, she was trying to get out of the vacuum car wash bit. So I was like, I'll do a nice thing and I'll reverse a little bit. I, silly me, didn't notice that someone was really close behind me. So I've touched their car. I won't even call that a crash by any means. I touched their car and I got out instantly, did the right thing, gave my license and all of that. Now the damage on their car Luckily, first of all, luckily that they're okay and I'm okay. That's always the main thing when something like that happens. But I got out and I checked to make sure that their car was okay and my car. My car doesn't even have a mark, so that's lucky. Um, but theirs had a quite a small mark. And anyway, that's okay. Tiny. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. I'm quite willing to pay for the cost, whatever. I'm fully insured, so that's all fine. But it was her reaction that got me she was swearing her head off at me she was abusing me saying absolutely awful things like 
you kids these days with a lot of foreign foul language in there. Um, yeah, it was really, really awful to me. I would have crumbled and cried. No, so I actually ended up pretending that she was one of my students and I told her she needed to calm down. <laughs> I, I said it. to her, you need to calm down. We are all okay here and, you know, I'm going to pay. I'm not dodgy. I gave her my phone number, made her call it while I was there and it was just really, really awful being spoken to and yelled at like that over mm. a really little mistake. Yeah. And obviously I own my actions. But, yeah, I was quite shocked with that. But just a reminder to everyone that you never know what people are going through. So mm. I took the high road on this one and I killed her with kindness because she obviously was having a lot worse of a day than me to react like that. Mm, proud of you, yeah. sister. Yeah, so kill people with kindness even if it is a – hard situation to be kind in but yeah. that is my recommendation for your week if someone does react poorly to you over something or bite your head off over something just remember that they could be going through something that you have no idea about and yeah, so true be kind you never know what people are going through yeah i like definitely. that little tip yeah what else has been happening um, any updates on country boy or <laughs> um we did have a date and i did get a flunny <laughs> Really? <laughs> so good. Yes. Yeah, so we ended up going into the city, seeing the um, Christmas lights and finishing up at Crown Casino. So Ooh. fabulous. But, yeah, no Long other... way from the country. Yeah. <laughs> How did the country boy go in the city? <laughs> no further updates um, in my dating diaries, but we'll keep you posted, everyone. Mm. It's an ever-evolving. It is. I'm, I'm still living through your life. It's fabulous. Yeah, it I was is. getting some great Snapchats from yeah. the date. It is. <laughs> it is quite fun. Oh, yeah. It's funny. It's funny to think that that was this situation I know. <laughs> in my life. But, hey, here we are. And, yeah. Had what a, else? So, yeah, Friday night I actually went to a house party, which was so fun. Ooh, remember I, have, I bring back the house parties? Yeah, it was really, really nice, actually, to see everybody. I hadn't seen some of those people in such a long time, so that was really lovely. Lots and lots of fun. I do really like a house party. and So do I. Yeah, dancing, and it was great. Had a good time. Perfect. I love yeah. it. Well, before we get into today's episode, we're going to do something a little bit different to start it off. So we're going to do our three reasons to smile. Mm. As you all know, we love reflecting on things that we're grateful for. So this is something we're going to bring in as a little segment. So Tay, do you have your three reasons to smile today? Yeah, I've had some lovely reasons to smile today, actually. So I went on a lovely walk this afternoon in the sunshine, which was really nice. Perfect. Um, and then I also had my dad's caramel cheesecake today, which was so yum. It's my favorite. And I actually, while I was having it, I was like, I am so grateful that I have a dad that could, can yes. bake like this. It's so nice. And I also went down and saw my pa today, which was lovely. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. How's he going? Yeah, he's good. He's good. Hard, like, you know, it's his birthday the same week as his wife passed mm, away, but he's horrible. doing really well and We've got the funeral this week, so that'll be really nice to celebrate her life. Yeah. 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 What about you? Yeah. What are your three reasons to smile today? Well, mine are similar to yours. Um, The sunshine. I'm obsessed with summer days and sitting in the sun, so I'm loving that we're having some nicer days and warmer weather. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also, I got to babysit. Well, I see Ollie all the time, but I babysat him and I bought like a little Santa list. He's obsessed with Santa at the moment. Mm. So we, I wrote down all the things that he wants for Christmas and it was so cute from Santa, of course. And he was obsessed with all the stickers. I, I literally wrote down everything you said. Like he was like an apple and I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> so many random things on that list, but hopefully Santa gets him an apple. Yeah. Um, so that I'm was sure a little, that be arranged. yeah, that was a highlight for my day and yeah, just seeing some girlfriends over the weekend really well, nice. today, this morning. So you got out of your spicy flu lockdown. Yes. Yep. Now that I'm free from the spicy flu, I got to have some fun. Yeah. So I was extra grateful today to have some freedom. Definitely. Mm. All right. Should we get into today's episode, Chels? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> take two because Matt just disturbed us. <laughs> Can you explain what he did? <laughs> Sorry everyone, we've lost Chelsea. The marbles are gone. Okay. All right, take three. <laughs> All right, let's get into today's episode. So today we have a special guest joining us we have my little sister juju no kidding (laughs) (laughs) little sister georgia who is going to share a little bit about her experience with endo so welcome sis thanks welcome female sis (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being here i actually um feel a little bit chuffed being here i've been listening to um number one fan over here i think been listening to every episode (laughs) pre-recording so and now you get to listen now, to yourself. I know, I know. I have a man voice. So I'm really looking forward to it. You have made it. <laughs> You've made I've it. Really made it in the world. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. So thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> this. Is going to be a shamozzle. We can't stop laughing already. But let's get into a little bit about your story. So do you want to take it away? Yeah, sure. So birthday first. Birthday. Yeah. No. Birthday. So. I um was born. Um, <laughs> so I actually knew a girl with endo growing up when I was a teenager. She had my one of my friends had endo, and so I always knew what it was. And the hardest thing for me was finding out now, once I've had it, is that endo just really it's not one size fits all. Mm. Like everyone has different symptoms. For me, I had stage four endo and someone with stage one might have had more debilitating. (laughs) (laughs) What's the word? Debilitating. Debilitating. More (laughs) (laughs) debilitating. Worse symptoms than me. So, yeah, so for me, I always had really bad period pains I think I always would joke saying that I was like the devil child like I had all the problems growing up in the family like Chelsea and Christy I don't think you really ever had bad period pain have you no I never ever used to get bad period pain it's funny since um the miscarriage I've had different things like Mm. you've even said to me I should go get checked because yeah I've had little um I guess period pains and even ovulation pains. So and like nauseous, you've been getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a symptom. Mm. Mm. So this is what is you're genetic? here for. 
No, it's not genetic at all. I don't even know what they know what the cause is yet. They've recently come out that it's immunity. So like, yeah, but it can't ever be prevented. So like if you have it, it can't be cured or prevented. Like if you you get it, you just get it. It's like, Mm. yeah, it's Mm. a disease. So I think that's the biggest thing as well, that you go to the doctors and they'd be like, yeah, like period pain's normal. Like that pain, that debilitating pain is not normal. Like, and that was the hardest thing. Like I was told it was normal. And so growing up, I just thought I had to live with this pain. Like I was actually telling my husband, (laughs) feels weird to say. I (laughs) I was actually telling Josh, literally just before I came here that I went and had a procedure done because my pain was so bad. I went and saw a gynecologist Mm. and I saw the same gynecologist that my friend I was just talking about earlier, she went and saw, and she had her endometriosis burnt off by her gynecologist. Wow. Um, I'll go into that a little bit later about the gynecologist because it just blows my mind. Like there's not enough research out there. There's only um, apparently like 200 endo specialists in the whole world. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, there might be more now. That was an old stat probably. But I just find it, yeah, there's not enough out there. Like the doctors, you go to the doctors and they say it's normal and it's not. Can I ask a question about the doctors? Like I've, in my experience of going, getting, I've gone to the doctors about period pain and they mm. go, I'll oh, just take the pill. Yeah. They is try, that what they did? They try and mask it. So you're like, obviously there is pain that is, it's just, you have to live with it. Like, but pain, if you're vomiting, if you're having pain through ovulation pain, if you're having pain that you're literally having to put like tablets, have Panadol or anything like that, yeah. it's not healing. Or then, like leave work or pain yeah. that's actually affecting your day. Yeah, that's not normal. Um, Because I would literally, I remember I was out one night and I was in so much pain. I ended up going to the hospital thinking everyone said I had an appendicitis. Oh, my Mm. goodness. And I don't know, like they never were able to find what it was. So now looking back, I still don't know if it was my endo and I just had like a really bad pain or if I had a burst cyst or whatever it was, yeah. but they ended up taking out my appendix and I had, my appendix was fine. When wow. they took it out, they knew it was fine. And back then there was no, like they used to say that appendix had no role. Like, Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you've... matter, whereas now it's come out that it's it holds all your bacteria. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, so Yeah, so just little things like that. Like there's not enough research and there's not enough, knowledge about endo like even me I have it and I was telling Chelsea and Taylor I still could not tell you everything about it I could only tell you my story and that's what I really wanted to like coming on today I really just wanted to tell my story and just tell like common symptoms and common side effects of endo and, and, share, it's, and yeah, share my experience because it's it is not one size fits all like literally Taylor could have completely different symptoms to me, but she yeah. could she could have stage four just the exact same as as I did. But by so, talking about it, you might then get someone that goes and gets checked. Go get, yeah, and that's so the biggest what thing. What is the process with that? So the process for me was I was actually really lucky. One of my girlfriends had it um, and had really bad. She had stage four and it was horrible what she had. So I just kept messaging her. I had really bad pain and it was Mm. getting to the point where, as Charles said, it was affecting my day-to-day life. I was in so much pain all the time. And I just honestly, just because I was told it was in 2018 that I had the surgery and they never found anything. So I'll go back to that. So I went and saw the same gynecologist as my girlfriend did. And I went to her and as Taylor said, she tried to put me on the pill and I've had the pill before. And when I had the pill, they said, I went and saw a Chinese um, medicine doctor and she said that 
it's not like the fake hormones my body is not reacting well to that and so I got off the pill and I had much better symptoms after that same thing again this is my story I'm not saying don't have the pill um and then so I went to the gynecologist and she tried to do that I said no and it was like a four-week process and finally I got booked in for surgery had the surgery they found nothing 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 and that was in 2018 so I just was like okay this is my life I'm going to live with the pain and was it so the pain was even when you didn't have your period? Yeah. So I would have pain. Mainly mine was a lot of the time it was ovulation pain. So I always knew when I was ovulating and I would always get the really severe pain like about a week before my period. So for me, that was the hardest part, thinking that nothing was wrong. And it got to the point where I wouldn't even tell people in the end I was in pain. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I met Josh that I really realized something like it was there was something really wrong with me. I realized that the pain was always there, became a lot more aware of myself and who I was and my body. I got more in touch with my body. And so I went and I kept contact with my friend Ellie. Shout out to Ellie. Um, she does great brows too. Just yeah, saying. she's doing my brows, um, lashes. She's doing mine in a few weeks. Actually. Really? I'm excited. Oh, big shout out to Elle. So, yeah, she and she's actually shared her story quite openly as well. So she got me onto her surgeon, which I was really lucky, got onto her surgeon, booked in, went and saw it. He was quite, he's quite busy because he's obviously, mm-hmm. there's, he's very rare to get into. Yeah. And when I went and saw him, literally one appointment with him, booked me in for surgery about three weeks later. Wow. He, all it took was for him to hear my story. It was, what, 2017 that I had the pain. To You're 2021 so young as well to have this so yeah. what age did you who knows yeah. who knows like i'll never know because it's now once i've had the surgery um simon gordon was my surgeon and he said he said that gynecologists shouldn't actually be doing the surgery because they burn it mm. whereas specialists remove it. remove it like they it's a excision of the endo which obviously if you're burning something it's still there, right? Yeah. Like it's, and it's attached to you still. Whereas if you get rid of it completely, it's a full clean out. Yeah. Um, so I had the, I went and saw Simon, got booked in for the surgery, had the surgery. And literally I did a post because I was blown away. I had stage four endo. My bowel and my ovary were attached. My fallopian tube on my left-hand side is completely destroyed. It will never function again properly. Really? Never. And my ovary, he had to remove from my bowel with the endo. It was all attached. Can't even explain, like, just how what? how shocked I was. So he had to, yeah, cut out the endo from my ovary. So you've and got so incisions near your stomach? I've got four incisions. Wow. Yeah. So, and they're tiny. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, these are massive, but they're actually tiny compared to, like, it's not, not like cesarean scar or anything like that. Yeah. They're tiny little keyhole surgery. And that's the best thing too. Like you go to this, what do you have to lose? Like if you're having this pain. So yeah, my biggest thing is if you're having pain, like reach out to me even and ask me. I've had so many people since my surgery. I did a post. Six people have booked in with my surgeon. Wow. Yeah. Um, one girl has contacted me. She's booked in for surgery in January. That's so good. Yeah. That's so, amazing. You had so many girls just reaching out and sharing similar experiences or yeah so good to talk about as well just to make sure people are aware it's crazy because you don't realize you're brought up to think period pain is normal and yes to some degree it is like you're having like oh my gut is feeling sore but yeah I'll talk about the endo symptoms because I think that's the biggest thing that people don't know so if you're having like vomiting 
or you're feeling nauseous, bloating after eating. It's a lot of like IBS. So yeah. I was diagnosed with IBS. I've been diagnosed with that. And that's a very common thing. So if you're <laughs> <laughs> we're both like, uh, we need Yeah. To to well obviously like yeah. it's if you're having the pain and even some people don't have pain. Like one of our friends, Charles, had endo and she had never knew. Yeah. Like you just don't know. A lot of the things it's infertility, pain during peri- um during intercourse is a yeah, massive one. That's a real that. common one. And any type of intercourse. Yeah. If you're having pain before, during or after, not before. <laughs> Having <laughs> pain before it even goes anywhere near you, you have it. <laughs> no, no, that's called the itch. <laughs> yeah, then it's not normal. No. That's not okay. Just those little things that it just started adding up and you don't know about it because yeah. it's not spoken about. So IBS pain, obviously, like yeah. I'd be bloating real gassy. Yeah, we used um, to blame it on the beef. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally or one of the students. Um, <laughs> so definitely, yeah, mine was IBS was a big one. Bloating, pain during intercourse was definite and bleeding. I would have bleeding. Oh, yeah, heavier periods. That's a yeah. symptom. Did you have that? No, it's not actually a symptom. Oh. Yeah, I know. I got because I went to the surgeon, right, and I'm like, yeah. I have really heavy periods. <laughs> and he's like, I have a heavy flow. <laughs> yeah, so I said I have really heavy periods. And so he was like, you know, that's not actually a symptom of endo. It's common, right, that you have it because you're, everything's just not functioning right down there. So it's your ovaries and everything's just working overtime, your whole insides. So, yeah, they're really um, big symptoms. So IBS, pain during intercourse, pain during period pain during before period or any like throughout if you're just having constant pain that's not okay if you're having pain where you're like on your knees not okay what if it's Mm. just like little kind of like ovulation crampies or like cramps niggles niggles (laughs) that's so like obviously i'm not an expert mine mine was like that though it's probably messages probably better to be safe than sorry exactly right go get checked and I went to so many doctors and I would say I'm just having really heavy period. Like dig, dig for what can I do for endo? People think I might have endometriosis. What can I do? Like don't just go and be like, I'm having bad period pain because a lot of the time, as I said, I said that in 2018 and it's now 2021 and the only reason why I had it was because I had the surgery is because I went and saw a surgeon. And you also had a friend that recommended it to yeah. you. Had the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And if you weren't so open about these things, which a lot of people aren't, yeah. You would have just thought it was stumble across that yeah. as being an issue. And the thing is as well, like people are like, oh, I'll just I'll go see someone soon, like it'll be fine. Like, oh, I'll have this I'll go on the pill, that might stop it, that might prevent it from happening. The only way you can get rid of endometriosis is by excision, not by burning. Mm-hmm. And it it might grow back. Like I've been told, I might the surgeon said after I had it, after I had the surgery he came in and obviously I was really out of it and it was during COVID. So I didn't have my support person there to listen. So you were by and yourself was, at the hospital? Well, I had really beautiful girls in with me. I had three Aww. other girls. and One we, of them had flown down from Sydney too, two, hadn't she? Two, two of them, which just goes to show how amazing this surgeon is. Yeah. Yeah. And you were yeah. so lucky to get yours in because it wasn't uh, elective surgery. Yeah, it was two weeks before or I was his last elective surgery. Wow. And then it, and then it COVID because they had to – open up for the beds yeah so I was really lucky the whole thing like I was super lucky even the nurses there they got me be. they got me blankets I was, the, I was the only one in the hospital with the blanket before my surgery I felt like the queen Aww. um 
I was really looked after and yeah, I'm really grateful that I had the surgery. I'm really grateful for even the reception, like walking in there, everything just went really smoothly. And yeah, I'm really grateful I got it. I'm really grateful that I went through it. But obviously, yeah, you talk about after the surgery, after the fact that you have it, it's a big wake up call. Like I've been told that my fallopian tube will never function again. Like that's heavy. Yeah. Can I touch on that? Because I've, before you told me that I'd already learned that it doesn't matter if your fallopian Mm. tube, if your left fallopian tube is damaged or your right fallopian tube, because they're constantly moving. So like your right fallopian tube could go over to the left side, grab the egg. Mm -hmm. But even if you ovulate on your left ovary that can go over, grab the egg Mm. and then Take it back to the Take other side. Take it back. Like the claw machine. Yeah. Time zone. Literally. Yeah. How crazy well, is that? Know. I've heard that too. And I don't know because I still have my fallopian tube there. I need to ask him. I'm seeing him actually tomorrow. Yeah. yeah my follow-up. I know. I've got a lot of questions to ask because I was so out of it when he came in. So yeah. he came in. I had stage four endo. My insides were completely yuck. It was all mushed together by the endo. So my bowel and my ovary were attached. My whole, it was really bad on my left side. My right side wasn't too bad, which is crazy because when I went and had my ultrasound, I, they probed, like they did the internal one and mm. I was so sensitive when they would t- try and touch it. So that's another thing, like obviously it's during intercourse as well, but if you're sensitive, like you can just feel where they, where the incision, like where they're putting something, if you can feel that, it's, that's not okay. Like, no. What was the recovery process on this surgery? Yeah, I was really lucky too with that. Like my surgeon, he kept me in for two nights after the surgery. I had a tube into my side that was a drain. So it like drained all the fluid in my insides and the gas as well. Like, you know, after surgery, you get gas pain. Yeah. And they make you walk around. The hospital was awesome. Make you walk around. I had a catheter in as well, which was that for me. I don't want to put anyone off, but that for me was horrible. Um, I couldn't then wee after my surgery. Oh, like a little complication. Yeah. And if that's the only complication after the surgery, I was very lucky. Yeah. Um, I couldn't wee. And I remember Josh and Ollie were in the car park trying to pick me up and I had to get my second wee out. Oh, and yeah. I literally had a breakdown in the thing. I was, my nurse had to come in and she's like, it's okay, just, Aww. but you can go home. And because I knew they were in the car park and waiting for me. And I was like, I, I just want to go home. Like, I just want to go. And I didn't know Ollie was there either. Yeah. Josh surprised me with Ollie. So, yeah. So I got home. You're very sore, obviously. You're having it's like a lot of your main organs. They go through, he cut through my ovary, my bowel, and then obviously your whole uterus. And I had damage to my like cervix. I think he, I don't know if I remember right, but maybe my vagina as well, like the internal, obviously. Um, so they just literally just cleaned everything. <laughs> he said vagina. <laughs> you're, you're a noob. I knew you, you were holding Sorry, that was a little intermission. Um, so, yeah, for me, the recovery was quite intense. So you're off work, obviously. I was off work. They did say to take two weeks off because obviously I had the surgery before. I never had the endo removed, but I had the surgery before. I've had my appendix taken out. Mm. It's actually been in a lot of surgery. Yeah. So yeah. I was, just didn't think about it. And because it's... Did you think it was going to be quite like a, a lot less invasive than what it was? Yeah. yeah. And I, I honestly, going in, I thought I wouldn't have it because yeah. this whole time I was told I didn't have it. So, yeah, I just thought I wouldn't have it or thought like maybe I just had some 
some something there, like maybe a cyst or something. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing, remember? Oh, yeah, you had it. Before. I had an eight centimeter cyst or six centimeter maybe. I had a cyst right before my surgery and they found it on the ultrasound. Literally a week before I went into my surgery, I had really bad pain and then they saw it on the ultrasound and I went, I called my surgeon and said I had a cyst. That actually wasn't a cyst. That was end, an endometrial cyst, which is still wow. a cyst, oh. but it was endo all in it and that's, there was blood and so I was bleeding into the cyst rather than coming out. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, so that's another thing. So- if you have lots of cysts, still then like because I always thought I had polycystic ovaries well, I've been told I have that which I'll touch on in a different time but I'm interested mm. the ultrasound did, that doesn't pick up endo no no so what picks up endo literally surgeon surgery yeah uh, but it's crazy that's why because, I'm like don't want to go get an ultrasound because it doesn't pick it up anyway yeah so what do you do you literally just have I to would, go in for surgery but you don't have to go straight in like my surgeon I went to him he's a specialist Simon Gordon Okay, you need to actually Simo. put it in there because yeah. he was incredible. I cannot – obviously, I'm not getting anything for this. Like, yeah. I just – he was amazing. Oh, we'll chuck you some free chocolate. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. Salted caramel crunch. <laughs> Intermission. I've got some cheese. <laughs> Literally, though, I could not recommend him, especially because I was. it was during the time where no one could go into the hospital with you and I suffer from anxiety. So going in there by myself, having surgery – and going into yeah and then hearing all of that news as well yeah Mm -hmm. it was it was very intense but I actually yeah coming home I was very out of it shout out to um mum dad and josh because they were there helping me and even um, melissa too my friends um yeah they came and helped me a lot because I had lots of severe pain in my bowel that was my biggest thing so going to the toilet after the surgery because you it's so painful right like that your whole stomach when you need to do go to the toilet you need to push and after the catheter too I would have to push to get my wee out which Mm. I don't I used to have really good control bladder control like I would be able to go and then be able to stop it goodness I don't I know I remember we would would drive into the city and I'd be in the taxi I wouldn't I'd be able to hold on you and Chrissy could never yeah I wait like so many times a day you need to train yourself like tighten yeah. it it's like a pelvic thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry keep going so yeah <laughs> yeah no that sounds horrible it was it was really intense and I remember I, it was I was on so many drugs too like Josh would be giving me <laughs> all the drugs and I'd be in so much pain and it was just really hard and going through that after you it's like your whole like I don't even know I'm not good at maths 2018 to 2021 Josh told me three years yeah that I thought it was six 2018 no sorry I thought I'd suffered for six years but you probably did before that yeah I think I did definitely anyway um, well yeah you went you would have gone in 2018 because you've been having symptoms for so long yeah so it's probably like 2016 yeah. yeah, 2016 was when I had my appendix taken out. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just all that pain and going through that your whole life, not knowing what's wrong with you and then having being told you have stage four endometriosis, it might grow back, you might not be able to have kids, like all this stuff, like it was just really intense. What did the – didn't the surgeon recommend to you after your surgery about 
trying to fall pregnant as well yeah so no he didn't so a girl opposite me so I, as i mentioned i had the three girls and all of well two of them had had the surgery before oh wow one had had it with um dr gordon and another girl had it with a different person and she had it burnt off and that's why she really wanted to come to him and the other girl had never had it either so the girl that had had it and had it burnt off she got told that she has six months to fall pregnant. Like that's when she'll be really fertile and the endo is more likely to grow back after that. So if she wanted to fall pregnant and obviously her and her partner weren't ready. Um, we're actually both getting married. She's getting married soon too. So we're like, we really bonded over that. So it was mm. really nice having them in there. Yeah. And that's another thing, like another thing that went really smoothly. Like you wouldn't usually, you'd have your partner or your family there. So you wouldn't be getting to know other people in your room. Yeah. That was another nice thing that happened and getting to know more about endo, things that I didn't even know after even going through it and they really helped me. So they all took two weeks off. So going to the recovery, I only took a week um, and then I couldn't do, I had to take the two weeks off because it was just, yeah, it was horrible. Hit you again. Yeah, it's just exhausting. Like you get up and you have to try and do small walks and I couldn't, I remember I actually listened to one of your podcasts that you said like just get up and go for a walk during the day and that was like my motivation to get up walking I went for that walk so slow but I had my tights on massive mistake because I've never had it before so after you have your surgery if you have it have everything loose that narrows out everything in my wardrobe (laughs) yeah like tracky I know same trackies everything and just really nurture yourself so I, I was upset because you guys just started your podcast at that time and I was literally obsessing over it like listening to them your pre-recordings and everything so you guys really helped me get through all that time because it was just thanks sis they paid me to say that um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a free chalky after yeah you have to say that no. yeah no seriously I remember I'd message you guys and I'm so proud of you yeah you were you're like one as you messaged me was like can I listen to another one and I wanted one right now I was like yeah, yeah. sure it's not edited go for it <laughs> seriously though because you're in this situation that you're so rare it's so unknown like as you said Chelsea like it's you feel lonely going through something like that like it's completely different mm. things but you still feel lonely going through something that's happening to your body and you don't know what's happening like you don't know the answers but yeah that was one of the things was to yeah wear loose things really love yourself and lots of fluid yeah. I suppose we have one more question for you. So what would be your biggest advice or tip to someone who is going through either going through endo or experiencing similar symptoms to some of the things that you spoke about? What would you suggest for those girls? Yeah, good question. I think for if you're going through it, like the biggest thing for me was I felt so alone and I would literally bombard Ellie. So just reaching out to people that you know have gone through it or going to see a doctor, reaching out to people that you know can help you through it because it is it, it is it can be very overwhelming and the best thing for me was knowing I'm not alone. You're not alone in the things that you go through that by starting the conversation, you find out so many more. Like I had so many people reach out to me that had it, had the symptoms or just wanted to know more just out of curiosity yeah. and that's that really helped me get through that time so I think what we've been saying as I said I've been listening to the podcast but it's what you said about <laughs> mental health about miscarriage about breakup like reaching out to people you're not alone and yeah there's so many people that have gone through it and you, yeah it's really important to start the conversations and yeah open up about how you're feeling or what you're going through because by doing that as well you help other people like I help yeah. so many people that I I was just trying to help myself selfishly and help so many other people. In the process. Um, 
Yeah. So, and that was more encouraging and more um, convicting for me than what I was, my intention was, which was to try and reach out and find people like me. I ended up finding a lot of people to help. For sure. I love that. Well, I'm obviously blown away. So much of this I already knew, but. I didn't know a lot of this and I'm blown away. Mm. Yeah. You've spoken so incredibly about your own experience. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this, even like myself. Like I'm like, oh, yes, especially because I know that I didn't have those symptoms before. So I'm Mm. like, and can't endo just affect you at any stage of life as well? Yeah, that's the big thing. Like you can get it whenever. Like people say, look, you're a teenager, you won't get it. Like it can affect you at whatever age. So, yeah, Mm. if you're having any of those symptoms, definitely it doesn't hurt to reach out. Yeah, don't be ashamed. I had people messaging me saying they were ashamed because they'd go to their doctor and their doctor would knock them down or be like, no, like it's fine. But they deep down knew something was wrong. So, yeah, trust your gut. Like yeah. that's the biggest thing I can say because I was taught to always trust my gut. But going through that, yeah, six years of being told no, you ended up doubting yourself. So, yeah, 100%. No, good on you good for, for doing that and for getting the help that you needed. Mm. So proud of you. No. Sissy. Sissy handshake. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thank you so so much. For, <laughs> you're and not a sister. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on, George, and sharing your story. Right, thanks for having me. So, how we normally finish our episode each week is by doing a little mindset mantra. You'd know because you stalk us. <laughs> but oh, I like this. Okay. My one is ask yourself if what you're doing today is going to get you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. And I think that's a really good one going in with what we just spoke about. Yeah. Um, if you want to get rid of your pain or you want to yeah, get some help, then reach yeah. out to someone. Self-improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one. So yeah. do I. Good job, I really sis. Like Was that, that something you preferred earlier on the spot? <laughs> no, I preferred earlier. I've actually had that one from F1. Um, <laughs> ready for your when she's ready. Call up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Today's the day. Hooray. <laughs> All right, take it away, Tay. Okay, so mine I've been told is a little bit of a story. So get ready, get your cup of tea and your book ready because you're going to be here for a while. Pause, pause now and come back. <laughs> <laughs> just end up here. No, mine is just a gentle reminder to be happy on purpose. Go outside, read a book. Meditate, write in a journal, drink your water, eat good food, create your magic. Oh, oh my goodness. Sissy. We're so in tune. <laughs> so immature. Sorry, keep going. That was it. I finished now. Oh, that was fabulous. I loved that. I actually did. I actually really liked the start of it too. You could just stop there and read. So are they your goals or <laughs> Do not drink wine. (laughs) Don't order Guzman. (laughs) That was fabulous. Great gentle reminder. I've got another little gentle reminder here for you. Mm. Today I want you, don't, you're going to purposely laugh at mine. Today I want you to think about all. (laughs) Okay. What was that noise we were making? (laughs) Okay. 
Today, I want you to think about all that you are instead of all that you are not. So just a little gentle reminder Mm, to be grateful. (laughs) Be grateful for what you have instead of what you don't have. Okay, well, that one was fabulous. Thanks, thanks. Chelsea. Really, really inspiring. Almost as good as my goals checklist. (laughs) (laughs) So there we have it. Thank you so much to Georgia Rose. (laughs) What's my last name? Graham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Georgia Rose Graham for joining us today. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> Excellent. We will Do you guys want me back for another second? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you knocking on our doorstep in a few weeks time. I might do a mat at the window when you before you record. <laughs> Let me know the time and the place and I'll be there. Okay. Oh. Yes. No, thank you guys so much for having me on and letting me um yeah share my story and hopefully a few of your listeners in France or wherever they might be um, can help. Yeah, actually, then. but do you know the word endometriosis in French? Because that might help our listeners. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think endometriosis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap, guys. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Yes, definitely five stars. Yeah, yeah for or me, though, not at not all. For-, <laughs> for Georgia. For Georgia. Okay, everyone, have a lovely, lovely week, and we will see you back here next week. Bye. Next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Felicia. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed our podcast, please hit subscribe and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at Mindset Makers with an underscore. We will see you again next week. Until then, happy mindset making.